When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the A-List Podcast. I'm Kwanee Lunis, joined by Gary Washburn. How you doing, Gary? Really good. Really good. Yeah. Uh, for those really who are listening, good. my voice is a little raspy because I was in Las Vegas for the second time last week and was talking a lot. <laughs> Shocking. Shocking. For, for a conference. <laughs> yes, of course. All professional reasons, but um, yeah. uh, as you can tell, I like talking, so... Not the best voice right now, but we're going to get through this episode because we have a lot of rumors to talk about, reports. Some would say rumors, some would say reports. But let's start with Kevin Durant. The saga continues. Every time we think we have leeway and we're just chilling, there's another report. And the most recent one is the fact that Kevin Durant is interested in playing with none other than the Defensive Player of the Year, Marcus Smart. Gary, what do you think about those? (laughs) <laughs> well, I think it's really hard to determine at this point what Kevin Durant, because he's not really speaking for himself. He's, he's, he, you know, we're only hearing reports. And obviously I do think obviously in Cham's report that he did demand that the Nets fire Steve Nash and Sean Marks uh, for him or him, for him to stay in Brooklyn. Um, but, you know, I don't know some of the stuff that's circulating. It's hard to really determine what Kevin wants. Mm. And I, I want to reserve judgment until we hear really what's going on in his head, because I don't think we know. I mean, obviously, he wants to play for another team besides the Brooklyn Nets. Um, the Nets are going to get the best deal that they get for their franchise. I don't think they really care about Kevin's welfare in the situation. If it's if it's going to send him to Minnesota, Charlotte, uh, Houston, Memphis, wherever it is, it's going to be the best deal for him. They're not worried about his particular des- desired destinations. Um so I do think that uh, they have to be, you know, this, the, that's going to do what's best for them. And, you know, this whole thing, well, Kevin wants to play in, in Boston, like, that's really nice. But there's no way that the Nets are going to take anything besides Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, and multiple draft picks and probably another player for Durant. So for Durant to say, well, I don't want to go there unless it's Marcus Smart, like, it's just, it's just kind of meaningless at this point because – I think that one, the Nets don't care about what he wants or what he thinks right. at this point. The relationship is pretty much severed and uh, the Nets are going to do what's best for them. And the Celtics have to ask themselves, is it worth it to really change the course of our franchise for 33, about to be 34 year old Kevin Durant, who when he's on the floor is still a flawless uh, prolific score, but He's going to go maybe 60 games a year. You know, he's had some lower extremity injuries over the past few years that have slowed him down. So that's a lot. And four more years left in his deal. So it's a lot here. And I think the Celtics um, are going to probably move forward and and not even go through, go, go through with this. Although Kevin is 
you know, said, hey, I want to play for Boston, which I just want to see what Kevin says himself. Yes. And of course, that's the way the industry works. It seems as though there are a lot of sources and people that are reporting on different aspects of what he's desiring. But to your point about Brooklyn, Joe Tsai, the Brooklyn Nets governor actually took to Twitter to say on Monday night that he basically had the back of the front office and the coaching staff, which kind of defeats the report from Kevin Durant of making him choose and having that ultimatum of whether or not they're going to keep him or keep their coaching staff. So that kind of alludes to the point that you just mentioned that the relationship is separate in Brooklyn. And now it comes down to whether or not Brooklyn's going to figure out somewhere for him to land. Another interesting spot that's been reported is Philly. How could you see him fitting into the Sixers roster? And play with Harden again? <laughs> Like that, that just makes no sense. Like, was but, but does that mean Kyrie was really the issue? Yeah, but like, I'm gonna let you continue. Like, obviously, there's some beef between Durant and Harden. Yeah. Uh, so I just don't see Philadelphia as an option. What does Philadelphia have to give more or less that they have to give Brooklyn for Durant? Like, right. Joel and B would be it, right? They're not trading in B for Durant. Who else? Tyrese Maxey. Matisse, Thibel, they'd have to gut the, all the young players on their roster and then throw out Embiid, Harden, and Durant and just hope to win because, you know, remember, these two teams just did a major deal a few months ago. So the fact that Philadelphia is on his preferred list, I mean, that's really nice. But as I said, these preferred lists and what Kevin Durant wants at this point is completely meaningless because – Brooklyn is not going to be on, they don't really care. He has already said, fire the coach and fire the GM and I'll come back. Mm -hmm. So obviously that ruffled feathers, which is understandable. But going back to that point of him making them choose, if you were the GM, I know you're not, or the, the governor of the Nets, who would you pick? Would you keep a star in Kevin Durant and try to make it work and build around him? Or would you be willing to take the side of your front office and coaching. Well, staff. honestly, I don't think Steve Nash has done a great job as a coach. I don't think, I think he got completely out coached by Ime Udoka in the playoffs. I don't, just because Steve, Steve looks like a coach and he's a two-time MVP and a point guard, he looks smooth. doesn't mean he's a great coach. So I can understand Kevin Durant's upset and anger and disappointment and disdain with Durant. Like Marks, I'm not really sure why he's, Marks is trying to do everything he can. You know, I mean, Let's go back to 2019. Like Mark signed DeAndre Jordan to a four-year, $40 million deal when the league knew that DeAndre had lost more than enough, more than two or three steps. Like we're not talking about LA Clippers, um, you know, Lob City DeAndre Jordan. We're talking about like an aging DeAndre Jordan, which I said, like, was an impactful player during his time. I mean, he was one of the best defensive centers in the league, but they added him because Kevin wanted that. So, you know, I think the management has kind of done what Kevin wanted. They dealt with Kyrie Irving. They brought him along because it was going to mean Kevin. So for me, I'm not sure why Kevin is upset at Sean Marks. Steve Nash, I can understand. Nash has not been the greatest coach. He seems a little bit over his head. They didn't make any adjustments against the Celtics in that series to even win one game. So if I'm, Durant, I'm like, okay, this dude's over his head. But Marks is is something that I don't know if that's personal, but 
uh, I'm not sure why, but Nash, I would consider if he had said, listen, I just want a coaching change. Like Nash is over his head. This is the A, B, and C reasons why he is. I might consider that because Nash has not done a good job. But Marks, I don't understand that one. Before we move on, we have to give a shout out to our teammate that we actually appreciate and we're not trying to trade. <laughs> Indeed.com. They are the hiring platform where you can interact, interview, and hire all in one place. Uh, cough, cough, nets. Uh, I think you need an Indeed account. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring partner that can help you do it all. They have great talent through their time-saving tool that's called the Indeed Instant Match assessments as well and interviews that you can do virtually. Indeed helps star applicants to shine with over 135 assessment tests from cooking to coding. So really any skill set that you're looking for. I'm not sure how they judge your basketball skills on the website, but I'm sure they have an option where you go in, have them take a quiz and see if they're the best candidate for the job. If you are looking to hire for your small business, they are the only job site where you can only pay for applications that meet the must-have requirements for your job. All you have to do is go to indeed.com slash A-list, and you can actually start hiring right now with a $75 sponsored credit ad to upgrade your job post on their website. Once again, all you have to do, go to indeed.com. You'll get that $75 credit, indeed.com slash A-list. That's where you can get a discount for your job hiring. So need to hire, you need Indeed. Once again, that's indeed.com slash A-list, terms and conditions apply. Gary, we've been talking about Kevin Durant. We still don't know where exactly he's going, but the one thing we do know is that wherever he ends up, it will somehow affect the Boston Boston Celtics. Wow. What do you think will be the biggest impact on this Celtics roster? Obviously, depending on where he ends up. Well, I just think the Celtics have to worry about themselves. Like, let's not, like, wherever Durant goes, they're going to be a good good ball club. But Celtics need still get that third center um, filled. They need to just worry about themselves, like, and, and address some offseason issues. Robert Williams' health, how is his knee? Jalen Brown's mentality, is he ready after being, you know, kind of thrown into these trade talks? Jason Tatum, is he healthy? Is he rested and he's ready to atone for a really below par NBA finals? I think the Celtics at this point need to worry about themselves. And it wouldn't hurt if they added another free agent or two to the roster, another shooter or someone who could help them maybe win a couple of games here and there. Not a major contributor. I think those guys are all gone. But there's guys out there that, that could, who could help them. I'm sure they're looking. So it's only to worry about to be concerned with themselves. Don't be like, hey, let, the, let this Durant stuff, you know, to me, if I'm on the Celtics, it's just, it's, I just don't think it's right. I just don't think it's going to work out. I just don't think it's a good move for this franchise to sacrifice everything for a guy who has turned into a very temperamental player because, you know, he wanted out of Oklahoma City because of Westbrook. Then it didn't work out. He got into it with Draymond and Golden State, but he never felt like he was a number one guy or he would, he was never going to reach Steph's status in Golden State. He wanted his own team. So he lets Kyrie talk him into signing with Brooklyn, sight unseen. He didn't visit Brooklyn. 
he was like, all right, I'll just go to New York. They sound cool, you know, on Kyrie's urging and look how it's turned out. It's a, it's the third consecutive stop that Durant has either been unhappy. So you got to think, is he going to be happy his next stop? That's going to be, be all good. Like the sort of like a James Harden situation where he wasn't happy in Houston and he wasn't happy in Brooklyn. Now Philadelphia, like you have to hope he's happy there. And it looks like he probably is at this point. So if I'm the Celtics, I do not break up my team. I think Celtics need to concentrate on themselves, concentrate on trying to beat the Milwaukee Bucks. They're going to be a juggernaut. And the rest of the teams, I think, like, you know, Miami hasn't really done a whole bunch to improve. Philadelphia is going to be a sneaky good team. And then you got teams like Cleveland who are going to emerge, young uh, Cleveland, Atlanta, with DeJounte Murray and Trey Young at that backcourt. They made some moves, got them, you know, upgraded some positions. You know, so there are um, some teams that they look out for. So let's let the Durant situation go, see what happens in October, and concentrate on all their summer issues, Robert Williams, Tatum, and Brown, and hopefully guys like Derek White can improve his jumper, Peyton Pritchard can become more poised and, and become a better contributor, and they keep it moving. All right, I get it. Celtics should just move on, focus on themselves. But with that being said, one more time going back to KD, what do you think this entire saga does for the idea of player empowerment and really being able to take their careers into their own hands? Well, it's, it's twofold, Kawani, to me. It's, yeah, player empowerment, but just wait till the collective bargaining agreement comes up and these owners or governors start bringing up the Ben Simmons situation like, like this whole, like y'all, like they're going to say the minute you get, the minute something don't go your way, you just can't ask out with three, four damn years left in your contract. It put, it makes the league look bad. It makes the league look like, like these players look like a bunch of carpet baggers, you know? Um, it makes them look like they just like, you know, it's, it's all about me and they've got to make a commitment. So I think that there's, you know, like, I'm not saying everybody's like this, but, there's an overall, look at those successful franchises. Like, you know, the Warriors, they happy. They're a happy team. Steph's happy. He ain't going nowhere. You know, Clay happy. He ain't going nowhere. Like, the most successful teams have the most successful players. Some of these dudes who just bounce around and all that. Right. Like, you got to you gotta pick a place and you, that you, that you want to play, and you got to invest your own personal uh, stake in it and your reputation, too. You can't blame everybody else. KD can't walk away from Brooklyn and go, y'all didn't treat me right. They got the players he wanted. They paid him what he wanted. They got his boy Kyrie. And like, what didn't Brooklyn do? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's going on? Like, why is Brooklyn? Like, so I think that this is going to cause more issues, division between the players and owners like there was in the lockout in 2011. Now, I'm not predicting a lockout this time, but I think the players and the owners are going to have to discuss like, okay, like what's going on here? The owners are like, we no, we can't do this. Like I'm unhappy. I'm, I refuse to play. I'm not showing up to camp. Y'all just gonna move me. Like that puts organizations and franchises. It damages their reputation. It puts them in bad positions and forces them into franchise chasing trades that might burn them for the next decade. Right? You know, look at what Houston got for James Harden. Not all that much. Okay. Um, look at what some of these franchises did to try to get rid of a guy. And usually you don't get your money back on that deal. So I think this will cause some dissension between the players and owners. 
And, you know, is it is this player empowerment? I guess so. But sometimes this stuff ain't making no sense. It's not like Brooklyn decided, okay, Kevin, we're going to rebuild, but you we still want you around. Right. No, they're assigning TJ Warren. They, they traded for Royce O'Neal. They brought back Patty Mills. Like, Brooklyn's like, no, 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 Kevin. Like, we're gonna we're gonna make a run at this. We're gonna improve. We're gonna we're gonna go for this. And he, oh, I'm still ain't happy. Mm-hmm. Now, if there's good reason to me, like I said, the team decides to rebuild and pull the rug from under you. They re-sign you to a contract. Then suddenly, say a year later, oh well, we're gonna we're gonna go young, mm-hmm. but we still want you here. Like that'd be different to me. That's not the case here. Brooklyn's still trying to win. So what? Yeah. Brook? What is like? You know. You can't, we can't get caught up in this temperamental situation. You know, what did Philadelphia do to Ben Simmons? You know, like people criticized him because he had a terrible series and he didn't want to shoot. Mm-hmm. That's that's their fault. Mm-hmm. You know, what is what responsibility has Ben Simmons taken? And what responsibility in the fate of the franchise has Kevin Durant taken? And that's why I think players who stay with franchises like Brown and Tatum or have more of a stake in the franchise because they have, they feel more responsibility, you know, because what happens to Boston, people put that on Tatum and Brown. It's your fault. You know, they might, they put some of it on Brad and, you know, people blame, you know, Hayward over the years and Kimball Walker and all that and Marcus Smart here and there, but that's on Tatum and Brown. The finals, they're taking the brunt of it. It's their team. And that's why you have more of a stake. So I think the, this is going to cause more of an issue in a collective bargaining agreement that's coming up in December, what either side has uh, can opt out in December and get a new de- new new fresh deal. Yeah. So let's see what happens and what the uh, owners or governors say when they go to the table and go, okay, James Harden situation, Ben Simmons situation, Kevin Durant situation, we don't like this. Yeah, really good point. Before we move on, betting is right around the corner, you're talking about betting season, especially if you live in Massachusetts, it's close to being fully legalized, but bet online is actually the perfect opportunity for you to kind of get the ball rolling and figuring out how you're going to approach betting this upcoming NBA season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first to market odds and lines, find reviews and news of every league, including MLB, NFL, NBA, live combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in-game betting, props, and futures. You can head to BetOnline today and use your mobile device right now. Actually, just, you know, pause the episode. Actually, you don't even need to pause it. You can just go to the App Store, download it, betonline.ag. Use that promo code CLNS50, and that's where you'll get that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Once again, the promo code is CLNS50. You can use that promo code, get that deposit, and get the ball rolling on betting. So bet online, they're where the games start. Before we close out, we want to go around the NBA. And let's talk about Donovan Mitchell real quick. There's been a lot going on. <laughs> we need to figure out what's going on in Utah. But the Donovan Mitchell trade talks, what, what do you make of those, Gary? Well, are there trade talks? What are the Knicks, you know, because obviously the Knicks are the team that, you know, mm-hmm. are targeting Donovan Mitchell, maybe Miami Heat, but Danny's going to make the right deal at the right time. And he doesn't have to trade Donovan Mitchell. There's no necessarily need to trade for Donovan Mitchell. The question is what he thinks of Donovan Mitchell. 
and whether he thinks he can rebuild a franchise around Donovan Mitchell or should he start over? He's got a bunch of draft picks in the Rudy Gobert trade. But Utah's not a terrible team. I mean, you know, they have some talent. You know, they, they got some guys who are going to play hard. New coach and Will Hardy. So the question is, how much faith do you have in uh, Donovan Mitchell to lead your franchise to be that, like, transcendent guy? And do you keep him or do you move him to New York? And then what do you want from the Knicks? Do you want a bunch of young guys? Do the salaries match? What Are the Knicks willing to gut their roster for basically um, Julius Randle, Jalen Brunson, and now Donovan Mitchell for three guys? Is that going to win you a chip? Is that going to help you compete in the East? Because the Knicks are trying to compete in the East, right? They're trying to, they're trying to get far. Now, they've gotten better with Jalen Brunson. They sold all out for Jalen Brunson. We'll see how that works out. A guy who's never been an all-star, you know, they just sold everything out. They got rid, remember, they got rid of Alec Burks. They got rid of mm-hmm. Carolyn Snowell. They moved, they shipped out Kimba Walker. Like, they got, lost a couple of key guys um, to make room for Jalen Brunson. But it's like, well, what, how much left? Because they, they've drafted well. Jericho Sims. Quentin Grimes, Emmanuel Quigley. They have had, they have a, a group of young players. Utah's going to ask for those guys. So are you willing to gut your roster? You know, and they might ask for R.J. Barrett. Are you willing to gut your roster for that and just kind of run Randall, Barrett, Brunson, and Mitchell out there? And then, and then, um, and then Mitchell, the, the, the big man, um, Mitchell Robinson, are you willing to run that's five and then mm-hmm. with kind of some 48 coming off the bit, like the whole thing is Utah's going to ask for a lot and you're going to have to give, um, you know, you're going to have to give your, a lot up for that. And if the mm-hmm. Knicks are willing, you know, what Miami's got, I don't know what Miami has to give. And so I think Danny Ainge, as we know, is going to drive a hard bargain. Cause there's no incentive. Like he can keep them. He can trade them next year. So there's no rush unless Danny's like, you know what? We're trying to pretty much tank and get a number one pick or get a lottery pick. So when we bring a lottery pick in, we control them for five years because obviously free agency in Utah don't match. So they're not going to sign some, they could have max money. They're not going to sign most most premium free agents. Are not going to consider the Utah Jazz. So it's makes it a special situation and how to build your team. So I think that it all depends on what the Knicks want to give up or what Miami can throw in. But for now, I think there's no reason for Danny to rush rush a trade here. NBA continues to be the reality show that we all love. And next week, I'm sure we'll have more to talk about. Hopefully, by next week, we'll have some solid Kevin Durant news. I'm tired of the rumors. I just want some moves because like Gary said, Celtics need to focus on themselves. And I think every other NBA team needs to focus on themselves. So KD finally landing somewhere will help all of that. It's been a great episode, Gary. Thanks for your insight. We'll be back next week. Once again, we want to give some love to betterline.ag, our sponsor. If you haven't used that code, CLNS50, make sure you use that. And of course, indeed.com slash A-list. That's where you'll get that $75 job credit for your first posting for your small business. For Gary Washburn, I'm Kwani Lunas. This is the A-list podcast. Thank you for listening.